Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Time to play the game. It may be the nighttime, but the sports talk doesn't stop. Sports talk radio that's live, local, and not for the faint of heart. Oh, you didn't know? Sometimes angry. Loud noises! Telling it like it is. You insulted him a little bit. You got a little out of order yourself. And pretty much always right. Don't ever argue with the big dog. Big dog is always right. Text or call 404-741-0929 and be part of the show. Well, we're waiting. Live from the Kia Studios, it's time for the John Chuckery Show. Serving you up sports on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. And welcome into Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Yes, it is time for the John Chuckery Show. Hanging out with you in the Kia Studios on this Tuesday evening with you. Here for the full four, we ask you to download the Odyssey app. You're not in the car as much. You want to listen in. Put the Odyssey app on one of your devices today. You can take your smartphone. You can use your Alexa speakers. You can use your tablet. You can use your tape deck, your projector, your beeper. Whatever your device is, just download it on something to be able to catch us when you're on the go. Social media is at 929 The Game on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And as always, best way to keep up with the show is through our personal Twitter pages. I'm at JMCH316. That is your water cooler talking points three to six months in advance of anybody else that is out there. Producing the show on the other side of the glass, day-day in the house at the D. Lewis for real. Well, a bunch of stuff to get into. Obviously, Braves first and foremost as they host the uh, the Mets tonight. Let's uh, now listen. Um... I'm a little disappointed in, in, in Day-Day. A little disappointed in Day-Day, okay? Between Day-Day and Dylon, they they got this thing, and, and I was afraid that this was going to happen, that that this was because we had the version with the lyric in it and everything like that. It wasn't just the F the Mets song, okay? It had, it had the, the lyric and everything in it because I did it, and I even put it, listen, I even put it on Twitter, okay, when I did it. If you go to my Twitter page and you look at media and you scroll through, you'll see that when the Mets lost, I had a, on Twitter, I had, so we'll have to pull that up. But in the meantime, as the Braves are going to play the New York Mutts, let's go ahead and officially play our song, okay? Hour in the JR Sports Brief. 404-741. Okay, well, there we go. So, oh, Lord, have mercy. Lord, death, where is thy sting? 
Hey, hey, hey. Now I know why tigers eat their young. Oh, boy. All right. So we'll we'll do that at some point in the show because the moment has been lost. And, you know, again, like uh, most things in my life, you know, again, when Day Day starts searching around for things, I mean, it's just F the Mets, F, F the, the Mets. Mets. Step, step right up, up and F the Mets. F the Mets. F the yeah, Mets. I'll I'll Step I'm gonna go to my Twitter page and I'll I'll get you the video and I'll show you so I'll I'll have it because I I literally recorded it on video on my Twitter page when when they lost that whatever that play in thing or whatever the wild card thingamajiggy is or whatever like that the the two out of three to the Padres and all that kind of stuff so. I'll um, I'll get it out. I you know he just, swears up and down you didn't do it, but I'm just telling you. No, what no. I mean, uh, well, again, hold on though. To be fair, Dylon was only here one or two days a week to actually produce my show. So how the hell would he know what we did on a five day a week basis on the show when you only work about as much as you know a part time you know. Uber driver. So, yeah, he probably didn't know. Because, I, I, again, I saw Jarvis more than I saw Dylon. I was looking at Jarvis more days a week than my radio producer that got promoted to full time because of this show. Everybody's always got a story around here. Everybody's always got a story. <sighs> you, you know, when you remember that scene in Casino with Robert De Niro when, you know, he's talking to that, like, hillbilly guy that, that was working for him because he was friends with the commissioner or whatever like that? Mm-hmm. You know, there, there's, you know there's, two, there's like two ways to do things, the right way and the way I want them done. You know, just tell me the right thing or whatever. Like, remember when he did yeah. that? That's me right now with De Niro. I'm De Niro right now. Just, just don't give me answers. Give me the right answer. Give me the right answer. Anyway. Oh, oh boy. Okay. Uh, Braves and Mutts uh, tonight. So, uh, good pitching matchup. Again, this will be a good pitching matchup all three games. Carlos Carrasco, Bryce Elder uh, tonight. And, um, look, we've talked about this, you know, here on the radio show. This could be an opportunity this month of June that the Braves could really put some space in between them and the Mutts and the Phillies, that they could put some – they've got last-place teams that they're playing. The schedule opens up. You're going to get the Phillies and Mutts head-to-head. So if you can take the series against those teams and then you're playing Washington and Detroit and Colorado and all these last place teams, you got a chance to start padding some some distance in between you and anybody else in the division. And I thought this division would be a lot closer than what it's been, but Philadelphia can't get out of their own way. Mets are just kind of floundering around. Oh, by the way, speaking of former Mets uh, players, how's that whole Jacob DeGrom contract working out? How, how's that whole thing? What what what's what did he make his three starts this year? About every other year, he he has one year that's a Cy Young year, then three starts. 
then one year that's a Cy Young year, and then three starts. So remember when Brett Saberhagen, really good pitcher for the Kansas City Royals, it was like in even-numbered years or something like that, he was a really good pitcher, but in odd-numbered years, he was a mediocre pitcher. It was this weird thing that for about eight or eight years or whatever that he was good in like even numbered years. That's Jacob Degrom. Every other year, it's one year is going to be Cy Young. The next year, it's going to be three games. And that's what it is. But anyway, so this will be a good series tonight. Hopefully, the Braves get off to a good start. I, I want to see the Braves get a victory tonight. Bryce Elder has been obviously. One of the good stories for the Braves um, this year. A lot of clutch moments down the stretch last year. Been really good um, this year for the Braves. Um, you know, and again, good pitching matchups all the way around, right? Now, one guy that we may see on Friday or Saturday is Smith Shaver. And he may make his first start, A.J. Smith Shaver. It's leaning toward that he may make a start as the weekend approaches. So we'll see what he's got. Obviously, Michael Soroka sent down. Obviously, you know, Max Fried being moved to the 60-day IL and all these good kinds of things that, well, not good kinds of things, but all these things that are happening right now. Braves are going to have to start, you know, they're going to have to kind of regroup as far as this staff goes. They thought they had some things figured out about a week or so ago, and now we're kind of back to square one. Now we're back to, okay, is it going to be bullpen games? Are we bringing up rookies? And what all are we doing? It just feels like if they could get one more spot solidified in their rotation, if you start with four guys and then rotate what that fifth guy is going to be, okay. But now when you got to start rotating fourth guys, fifth guys, then you get into bullpen games and all these different kinds of things. That's a tough road to hoe. That, that's, a, that's a tough way to live. So, uh, again, we'll keep up to date about all night, uh, all night long about what goes on with the um, uh, Atlanta Braves. Uh, Trey Young scrubbed all of his social media stuff off his Instagram or whatever, all his Hawk stuff and all that. Who cares? Okay, can I tell you, I mean, it's – guys always do this kind of stuff, right? Who, who was it? Wasn't it recently um, – Bradley Beal, didn't he, like, scrub his stuff from the Wizards uh, right before he signed that Supermax extension contract? Yeah, him and then Kyler Murray. Uh, yeah, Kyler Murray, yeah. Yeah, Kyler Murray, remember? He got he, he he took off his Twitter page and everything. Oh, is this a sign? No, he's just signing a Megalodon contract. No, he's just about to sign a quarter-billion-dollar contract. Yeah, it really meant something. Didn't Dame Lillard, too? He was another guy that scrubbed all his stuff off and – then again, and then he signed a Supermax deal or whatever. I mean, again, these guys go through these phases and stuff like that. When, when we're having to read between the tea leaves on InstaFace and Snapbook and Twit Chat and all the, when we're having to sort, you know, to sort out all of the social media platforms, then, then we're in trouble. But anyway. Uh, we'll talk to our buddy Pat Benson coming up here at uh, 820. Uh, Michael Rothstein going to join us uh, as well at 720 here. So in about uh, eight, eight or nine minutes uh, from right now, we'll talk uh, some Falcons with the uh, beat reporter for ESPN. Um, Liv and the PGA came together into what's going to be some new golfing experiment or whatever like that. 
I love the comment, though, from uh, PGA Tour Commissioner Jay Monahan, who had a meeting with golfers in Toronto on Tuesday, and what he said was a heated discussion over the agreement to unify the DP World Tour and the Live Golf into a larger commercial business. Quote, I would describe the meeting as intense, certainly heated. This is very, a very complex. Obviously, it's been a very dynamic and complex couple of years. And for players, I'm not surprised that this is an awful lot to ask them to digest. And this is a significant change for us in the direction that we're going to go. So the landmark deal between the tours and Saudi Arabia's public investment fund was reached without the knowledge of the PGA Tour members and live golfers, players, and agents. Yeah, because everybody wants the books. Yeah, because everybody wants the TV deals and all the books. Don't worry. The players will get theirs. You know, the players will get their money. Thank Tiger Woods for all of that. That's why golfers are so rich nowadays and don't have to play. I, I remember when I was growing up, Calvin Pete and Tom Kite and Ray Floyd, they would play every week. They'd play one week in the, um, like the, the PGA Championship, then the next week in the Jamie Farr Classic, and then like the next week in the uh, Wells Fargo Bank Tour. And, you know, they'd play every single week because the money wasn't there. And you'd see all the stars on a weekly basis. Now you're lucky if you see them six times a year. Now you barely see any of the stars coming together. And again, thank Tiger Woods because everybody has made more money now. Everybody makes the money now. So while you don't have to see, while you don't see guys as often, guys are doing a lot better. And that's the Tiger Woods effect. You know, that's that's what the effect is in all of this. So again, they're all coming together. Whoop de doo. Um, you know. I I hope listen, what would be funny is if the PGA has a tour in, like, what's a city in Saudi Arabia, Day-Day? Any idea what a city I in Saudi Arabia? no idea. All right, so so let's say whatever. They 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 have a tour. They, the PGA is going to play an official tour somewhere in a Saudi Arabia town near you. That would, that would be the ultimate irony of all of this. All right, Michael Rothstein, when we get back, Chuck Green, the Kia Studios, Sports Radio 929 The Game, the Odyssey.com app. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t <sighs> 
Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Sports Radio 92.9, the game. Back at a Chuck Show, hanging out in the Kia Studios on this Tuesday evening with you. 404-741-0929. That is our Solomon Brothers Diamond text line to be a part of the show. Well, Falcons offseason rolls along. Uh, last Friday was the open practice, and uh, Dukes and Bell, I believe, are going to be uh, up at Flowery Branch tomorrow to uh, sit down with Arthur Smith and do an in-depth interview with him. Let's head out to the WadeFord.com hotline. Let's talk to our friend of the show, Mike Rothstein. He covers the Atlanta Falcons for ESPN. ESPN.com is where you can check out all of his work and follow him on his personal Twitter page, at Mike Rothstein. Mike, as always, buddy, appreciate it, man. Thanks for a few minutes on the show this evening. Yeah, happy to do it. How are you all doing? Man, we are great. And, um, you know, I, I tell you, one guy that I have spoken a lot about in this offseason that I think has – to make that big jump as Arnold Ebicady. And I'm liking the things that I'm hearing out of him. He's talking about the game slowing down and all these different things. How important do you think it is for Ebicady to have that breakout season and, if nothing else, at least solidify one side of this pass rush for this team? Well, listen, I mean, that's what they want, right? Like, you draft a guy in the second round, you invest in him, you hope that – and they've been very patient in the past. We talked about it, I think, the last time I was on with Richie Grant, and Richie Grant's a good example. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they'd like that to happen, but much like they've done at a lot of other positions, honestly, they've, they've built fail-states in case it doesn't. And by that, I mean you've got Bud Dupree, you've got Lorenzo Carter. Obviously, they hope D'Angelo Malone will take a step as well. You've got Caden Ellis there. So – if for some reason KT doesn't take that step, it's not like they're in deep waters. We'll call it that. I would use a different word if we weren't talking on terrestrial radio. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that they're put in. I think they're put in an okay situation if it doesn't come, but they're obviously hoping it does. And you saw the flashes of the potential there last year, which is what you're banking on if you are the Falcons, because. He was able to get to the quarterback if he didn't, even though he didn't finish. And that's a good first step. And as he learns more and as he has more help around him, which the Falcons have done, then it's entirely possible. But 
If it doesn't come from him, I think they've put enough other players in position that they're hoping that it will come from somebody. How active do you think that they're going to feature Caden Ellis? I mean, obviously that this is a guy that we're hearing a lot of things about potential breakout seasons, and I think he's on the NFL.com's you know all-breakout team and this, that, and the other. How much do you think they feature him this year? We'll see. I mean, he doesn't come here if it's not clear that Ryan Nielsen has a plan for him and is going to use him. Because he would have had a role in New Orleans still, I would imagine. And Ryan Nielsen knows him better than anybody, as does their general manager, Terry Fontenot. Because Terry Fontenot was part of the crew that drafted him before Terry Fontenot came here to be the GM. And Ryan Nielsen was the co-defensive coordinator last year when Caden Ellis had his breakout after I believe it was Pete Werner got hurt. So, I I think that there's a plan there. Now, what that looks like, I don't know. Because remember, and, and this isn't to throw a dampener on anything, there was so much excitement a year ago at this time when Lorenzo Carter signed after he had had a very similar end of season with the Giants like Caden Ellis had end of season with the Saints. And we saw what Lorenzo Carter did last year. Lorenzo Carter was a fine player. He was asked to do way more than he probably ever anticipated as far as an edge setter because Ebiketti and Malone and even to an extent Adi Ogundeji just weren't ready yet. So I think that limited and hurt maybe some of Lorenzo Carter's effectiveness as a pass rusher. But just because it worked one place doesn't mean it's necessarily going to work another. Now, to me, I think there's a lot of hope and focus that it will here because of the familiarity because of Ryan Nielsen and the defensive scheme. But I, to me, he he is a player that they are once again hoping they see that from. We have seen the Falcons take these chances before. They were doing it on one-year deals. Now you're seeing it more, I think, on what look like more two-year deals. And Caden Ellis is a young player. The, the tools are there. The motor's there. Uh, it's just a matter of does it follow through? And I think, again, it, it's, you know, we talk about guys like Epiquette, we talk about guys like Caden Ellis, and that's great. But the reality of all of it is if Calais Campbell and Grady Jarrett and Taquan Graham and whoever's lined up opposite one of these guys, even if or one or the other, if they're not getting the pressure they need, it's not going to matter because you need to have someone getting leverage somewhere. And that, that's the big key. And that's really what the Falcons have done is they've given themselves enough players and enough options that someone they hope is going to break out and get it somewhere, whether that is Arnold Akete, whether that is Caden Ellis, whether that's D'Angelo Malone, who a lot of people are not talking about right now. Uh, you know, I, that I think all remains whether Bud Dupree stays healthy because when he's healthy, we see what he can do. You know, all of that remains to be seen. Mike Rothstein on the waitfor.com hotline covers the Atlanta Falcons for ESPN and ESPN.com. I've described, I mean, again, you may not think this is fair, but I've described Caden Ellis as the defensive uh, Caleb McGarry. Um, He's had one breakout season, but his first three years were, eh, okay. I mean, they, they, they didn't see a whole lot of him and, uh, and he did play, you know, pretty good much, but I, 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 again, I'll have to see it to, to believe that this is going to be the big breakout year that everybody expects from him. Oh, uh, Chucker, there's no doubt, my man. Like that's, that's part of it, right? Like you have to see it. Um, I don't know if the comparison to Caleb McGarry is fair. Like, because he's entering a new scheme. He's entering a new situation entirely. He's obviously a, a defensive coordinator. He's comfortable with, but 
Let, let's let's be honest, right? If you're going to make the comparison to Caleb McGarry, let's call it what it is. Caleb McGarry was essentially a three-year starter for for Atlanta, right? Mm-hmm. Like more or less. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he obviously dealt with some injuries here and there early on. Last year was the first year he was a full time. He was he was fully healthy, I would I would say, but he was starting games before that. Caden Ellis has 12 career career starts, 11 11 of them coming last year. Not only that, he played five defensive snaps in 2020. That got up to 23 snaps, or sorry, 191 snaps. It was about 23% defensively in 2021. So we're talking about a guy who was very clearly a rotational guy. Before last year, he played about half. And again, a lot of that came once there were injuries on the Saints team. So I don't think the comparison to Caleb McGarry is fair because we saw more from Caleb McGarry, injuries being dealt with or not, than we saw from K- than we've seen from Caden Ellis. I just don't think that that's a a fair type of label, especially considering what people were talking about Caleb McGarry as a year ago at this time as a massive question mark and a like, well, I don't think this is going to work out. Like, I don't, I just don't think that's fair to do that to a guy who started 12 games and in a new system. And all of those 12 games, 11 of them have come in one season. No, I mean, I, I, I'm sorry. I'm just not buying him. And then, well, uh, I'll say it like this. Um, there's a reason why guys three years into the league are rotational guys. And yeah. usually, usually it takes injuries to finally get your chance. I mean, if if Caden Ellis was going to be this breakout player, why have we only seen it in his fourth year? I mean, I don't want to spend too much time on this, but I mean, again, there, there's reasons why guys spend the first three years of their career in just rotational roles. Again, Adi Ogundeji is a guy who probably has played way more than he ever should have. He's probably Agreed. at best a rotational guy, but he's had a chance to start probably at the detriment to, you know, maybe the Falcons' defense at times. Yeah, well, I mean, they also remember the last two years they've been putting that defense together with, you know, duct tape and glue and, oh yeah, you know, so, some wire, and, you know, and that was just the re- – like that's just what so much of it was. I mean, so uh, – I mean, you know, they drafted Adi Ogundeji, and he, he ended up having himself a role and had himself a good rookie year because he was, in part, that was all they had. I remember that. I remember who some of those edge rushers were, though, that, as a rookie, right? It was Dante Fowler. It was Brandon Copeland, who basically was playing hurt that whole year. Steven Means and Adi Ogundeji. And I think they had a couple other guys, too, that I'm just like, I mean, John Kaminsky kind of, but like, you know, they had uh, Tuoti Mariner, who they were trying to turn into an edge rusher until mm-hmm. they cut him. I mean, you have to remember who some of those guys were. So, of course, with the, what they were then, like what they were, like they, they wanted to play Ugandaji to get him the reps. I mean, look at what look at last year is probably a better indication when they had a little bit more there and they had other young guys and you saw Ugandaji be much more of a rotational guy. I, I feel bad in some ways for Ade Ugandaji in terms of how people might view him. Because it's very similar to Jalen Mayfield in that I, I know Gondrasi has had more success than Jalen Mayfield, but they they were thrown into situations that realistically they probably were a year early for, and that can be really hard on a player. It's great to get the experience, but if the success doesn't come, like that can that can mess with you a little bit. So it was a tough tough ask for Adi Gondrasi, and this is a big year for him. I'm very curious to see how how this shakes out for him because all of a sudden he's in a situation where there's a lot of guys competing for roster spots versus, Hey, he's probably going to be on the roster. It's just a matter of in the rotation. Brian, you can say the same thing, by the way, about Jalen Mayfield. 
Well, and and I'll ask you about Jalen Mayfield. Like, where does he fit? I mean, I mean, we've heard by and large, we've heard next to nothing about Jalen Mayfield, who started every game a couple of years ago. Obviously, he was dealing with all the injuries last year, but we've heard nothing about. Is he a tackle? Is he going to be a guard? Where's his role going to be? I mean, is he kind of this forgotten man in this offensive line scheme with Bergeron and some of these other guys? He's just kind of gotten lost in the shuffle? I don't know if I'll call it lost in the shuffle. And, and by the way, he started every – remember, he wasn't supposed to start. Right. Like, people forget that. He was not supposed to start as a rookie. That was Josh Andrews' job. Then Josh Andrews, after cuts – like the day after cuts, or it was maybe that afternoon, he uh, broke his hand or foot. I forget which one it was. It's been a couple of years. And all of a sudden, Jalen Mayfield, who spent most of training camp at tackle, filling in for Caleb McGarry, a place he's much more comfortable, had to go into guard. That's, that's a tough chance to succeed. It really is. And it got better. I mean, but it, it was a tough chance to succeed for him. So then last year, he's dealing with injuries. And they had a guy in Matt Hennessy that they trusted. They had a guy in Elijah Wilkinson who they signed and won the job and was pretty darn good until he dealt with injuries. Remember, they played four or what, five different guys? Like, yeah, this is a big year for Jalen Mayfield. He's kind of, in my eyes, he's playing from behind. But he also might be playing his most natural position now if they end up moving him out to tackle. Remember, when he came back from, like, for those, like, when he was kind of, Return to play protocol, or the kind of return to play for off of the injury, but not activated when they had those few weeks before you know they decided to shut him down for the year. He was working out in practice as a tackle, as much as a guard. So, uh, to me, it's I, I would I would anticipate we'll probably see him maybe more as a tackle than as a guard, and we'll see how that goes because they drafted a guy in Bergeron who's going to be a guard, and maybe they're starting left guard. We'll see how that shakes out. We'll get probably a better handle of that maybe starting next week or maybe even starting Wednesday, depending who shows up at OTAs and who doesn't, uh, Wednesday being tomorrow. So I, I don't know if we know that answer yet. I, I would not count Jalen Mayfield out because the talent is there, but much like Adi Deji, I don't think it's an obvious he is absolutely on the roster situation because our, if Arthur Smith has shown you one thing, there's no entitlement there. Like he, he, will, he will take the best guys. He has said over and over, you've heard it, you've heard him say it, you've heard Terry Fontenot say it, they want it to be hard to make this team because that means that they brought in good guys in the in terms of talent and that they've got a real shot. So they want it to be hard for a guy like an Ade Ogundeji, a guy like a Jalen Mayfield to make this team. Like they a guy like a Frank Darby, like to make this team. Like they want it to be difficult for guys that they have drafted to a couple of years ago to make this team if they haven't shown, you know, a whole bunch on the field yet. So I'm not surprised that those three guys would be in that situation. I third thing Frank Darby and because a lot of people, you know, don't talk about him at all, but that receiver room is wide open other than probably Matt Collins and obviously uh, that Drake London guy. Mike Rothstein covers the Atlanta Falcons for ESPN. ESPN.com is where you can check out all of his work. He's on Twitter, too, at Mike Rothstein, and join me here on the waitfor.com hotline. Mike, as always, buddy, appreciate it, man. Thanks so much for a few minutes on the show tonight. We will chat again. Listen, we'll chat again and we'll argue again soon. <laughs> yeah, listen, I'm not trying. I'm not trying to get into it. No, no. Listen, this is the this is the truth, of it, right, Chuck? It's all speculation season. So when we see yeah. all breakout team, all this or that, like no one really knows because you want to know what's happened so far. Not to get off on this a little bit, but like you want to know what's happened so far. 
Ryan Nielsen has not told you what his defense is going to look like. Right. He's seen it a little bit, but right. not really. We don't. We have no idea. We will not. Anything that anyone. This is important for your listeners to know. And I will scream it from the rooftops on Twitter, on Blue Sky, on Instagram, on wherever I am at Mike Robson, and, and also on ESPN.com. We will – anything right now is speculation. We will not know anything until about mid-August at the earliest, and even then it's still going to be speculative. We like we, they're yeah, not we, showing we, any part of their hand right now, except maybe that B. John Robinson is going to be a little bit everywhere. That's we, all we know. We won't know until week one, un- until we start to see guys line up. might be week up. four. Yeah, uh, yeah I, I would agree. I, I mean, uh, look, Dean Pease did not play his hand very, very much in the early part of his tenure here as the D.C., I don't. I don't think Ryan Nielsen. They're gonna. They're gonna. You're gonna see much of anything from him until we really get into the regular season. So, oh no. You, you, nor should you. I mean, here's the thing. We like one of the open spots, right? Is kind of that nickel spot. Like I think we kind of know who's gonna win on the outside uh, at corner. We but the the three safeties. Well, whoever is that third safety and is competing with a Mike Hughes with a, you know, with a Clark Phillips kid that was drafted, mm-hmm. like. There's there's questions there, but there's so much options because they could go three safeties. I asked Brian Nielsen about that during uh, last week before the before the open practice because he talked. And that was the first time I got to talk to him because I missed uh, his opening press conference because I was at uh, a fight covering a fight in uh, in New York. And I asked him like, "Hey man, you and this is, you've got three high level safeties here, three three guys who basically started every game last year and." Richie Grant, Jalen Hawkins, and obviously Jesse Bates. Like, does this mean we're going to see a lot of three safeties? And we know that DP's love three safety packages. And he was like, well, uh, we'll see what happens. You know, and started talking about my cues. And by the way, a guy not to sleep on, and I'll leave you on this because I always pay attention to this. And it's really key, and listeners should know this too, because when you hear Arthur Smith talk, when you hear Ryan Nielsen talk, when you hear Dave Ragone talk, if they bring up a player unprompted, it's for one of two reasons. They're either trying to motivate that player, but if it's in a positive way, Keep that in the back of your head when you're talking about a 53 and talking about a role. And Ryan Nielsen unprompted brought up D. Alford. And he brought up, hey, D. Alford, if he makes a mistake, the next day he fixes it. That's something that's valuable to this staff. And that's something in the back of my head. I'm like, okay. You know, D. Alford's a guy competing for a spot here, but they're bringing up in the spring as somebody like that. To me, that tells me, hey, he might have a shot here to, to be a bigger part, maybe have a bigger role, because if they're bringing him up unprompted, that means he's on their mind. Mike, as always, buddy, appreciate it, man. Thanks so much. Hey, take care, guys. You got it. When we get back, does Tony Wrestler need to clear the air? We're going to open up the phone lines, 404-726-0929. 404-726-0929. Is it time for Tony Wrestler to clear the air? I'll explain next. Chuck Green, the Key Studios, Sports Radio, Nets of the Game, the Odyssey.com app. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. 
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, Chuck, we're here. Just want to congratulate the Mets on another great season. Congrats on all the regular season wins. Congrats on almost winning a division. So in honor, we're going to sing our song for you. Ready? Let's everybody sing together, okay? Here we go. Ready? F the Mets. F the Mets. Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game. Back at it, Chuck Show, Hanging out in the Kia Studios on this Tuesday evening with you. 404-741-0929. That's our Solomon Brothers Diamond Text Line. Phones are open to you. 404-726-0929. You know, we heard Tony Wrestler a few months ago, whenever that was, speak, you know, about... The so state of the honor, franchise and this and the other. And the thing together, that really okay? bothered me about it was all the platitudes, right? F Remember we Mets. played clips. Right um, I read things, you know, from the, the interview we did with Lauren Williams. We played clips from Dukes and Bell and all that kind of stuff. And it was collaborative and communicative and all these ifs, Right. Hey Chuck, we're here. And Just that was my problem. Congratulate the Mets on another great season. As Congrats the Hawks go into a very important offseason, for the franchise for Trey Young, so new coach, honor, we new power structure in place. There's a lot of expectation about. Okay, the Hawks need to figure this thing out and get it right. I think the first guy we need to hear from is Tony Wrestler, and I think the reason for that is we've got to draw some lines in the sand. I don't want to hear from Tony Wrestler about, well, you know, I haven't I haven't vetoed any player trades. Or, uh, what I want to hear from Tony Wrestler, are we going in the luxury tax or not going in the luxury tax? Are we are, – are, is second-round playoffs uh, a – you know, if it's not second-round playoffs, it'll be – I want to hear some definites. Not platitudes, not bumper stickers, not communicative, not collaborative. I want to hear – some lines in the sand be drawn and some expectations out of our owner. Because I think Tony Wrestler has to start by setting the tone. You know, if the Falcons, or sorry, the Hawks are going to get under the luxury tax, that's not uh, Jarvis Landry's fault, or what's his name? Uh, Landry Field's fault. That's not his fault. It's not Kyle Korver's fault. It's not even Quinn Snyder's fault. That comes directly from ownership. And I think Tony Wrestler has to go up and stand in front of people and in the world and go on media and all that and discuss these things and give some concrete answers. Well, you know, he's got a role in this and that. I don't I want to hear what the power structure is. I don't want to hear about, well, my son's got a role in all this. No. What role does he have? You know, I don't want to do the Lombada anymore. I want to know, are we going the luxury tax? What's the structure, top to bottom, and fill us in? 
Because if you're gonna, if we're gonna have to have faith in this whole thing, then we got to know what we're signing up for. And I think we're owed that. And I think that's the thing is, I want to hear Tony Wrestler get in front of people, and and speak in tangible things, speak in terms of drawing lines in the sand or different things like that. I want to hear him say concrete things, not platitudes, not communicative, collaborative, and all these buzzwords that, you know, a good PR team comes up with. What, I've never vetoed a trade. Okay, I'm not saying you did veto a trade, but there was certainly an initiative to get under the luxury tax. Again, it wasn't just coincidence that we ended up under the luxury tax, and we freed up salary at the trade deadline. Those things didn't just happen in a vacuum. Somebody gave the direction about what to do. I'm guessing that was Tony Ressler. If it wasn't, then tell me Landry Fields said we're not going in the luxury tax this year. Just say whatever it is, whatever the truth is to it. I'm not asking for, you know, hey, who are we going to trade for? Hey, what free agents are going to I'm not interested in any of that. I'm talking about the 35,000-foot things that this ownership guy has, you know, in store for us, and he controls, and the narrative that he controls. Leadership is something that comes from the top down. It doesn't go in reverse. Leadership starts at the top and filters downward. And we as fans, I think, have to have some kind of direction about what to expect. Because, again, if we have all these expectations and then, well, we're not going to go in the luxury tax, oh, okay, well, are we ever? And, and again, how are you going to get better if you don't go in the luxury tax at some point? How are we going to overachieve if we don't? How are we going to get to the next level if we're not in the luxury tax? It doesn't have to be hinted at. It can be said. It doesn't take a whole lot of cojones to come out and say, okay, we know where we're at right now. We anticipate being in the luxury tax this year. Okay. Or if you don't anticipate being in the luxury tax and you don't think it's the right time, just say it. Say it, Tony. That's what we're here for. We're all grown adults. We can handle it. 404-726-0929. We can handle the truth. But be honest with us. Let us know what we're going what we're in store for. If we're going to build around Trey Young and we're going to maintain and we're going to just run it back, you know, again, then we're going to be in the luxury tax. Just say these things. They're not hard. Like, again, you don't have to give away all your trade secrets. Saying you're going to be a luxury tax team doesn't make it sneaky for other franchises. Oh, we're trying to trick them by wondering. Teams around the NBA are not sitting around wondering whether or not the the, uh, the Hawks are going to be in the luxury tax or not. I promise you. They could give two flips about whether or not the Hawks are in the luxury tax or not. No general manager for the Golden State Warriors or for the um, Miami Heat to sit around saying, man, I, 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 these, these Hawks, man, they're tricky people. We don't know if they're going to be in the luxury tax or not. It's not their business. It's our business, though. It is our business. And the only person that can clear that up is Tony Ressler. 
because that's where the narrative comes from. If Tony Ressler doesn't want to go in the luxury tax, I don't care what Landry Fields and Kyle Korver and Quinn Snyder all come up with. If he doesn't want to go, if he doesn't want to go in the luxury tax, ain't no way you're going in the luxury tax. They're not going to sneak some contracts by Tony Ressler and say, oh, I didn't even know he was under contract. I, I didn't even know he was getting $50 million a year. I, I didn't even know. I, I, I need to check the books. No. He's going to give some narratives on it. And that's what we want. You know, I don't care what direction they go with players and things like that until the moves are actually made and the hands are dealt. I don't want to know what the draft picks are or this or that. But we do need to know what the direction of the franchise is going to be. And are we going to be a team that's luxury luxury tax bound this year? Are we going to be a team that expects second-round playoffs you know, for this upcoming season, we've got to get back into the real playoff picture. Something. Just tell me something. Not collaborative, communicative, and all these buzzwords that sound like that they came from, you know, a, a, a well-to-do HR team, a, a PR firm. I think he needs to be the guy that steps up and speaks about all of this. So, 820, we'll talk to our buddy Pat Benson uh, about some Atlanta Hawks. Falcon flyover coming up at the top of the hour. High praise for Drew Dahlman. Chuck Green, the Kia Studios. Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, the Odyssey.com app. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 
hearts. <laughs>